Hello and welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda Estabrooks, and we're so glad that you've joined us today for a topic that is close to our hearts and also to the more than 460,000 families that it impacts because that's how many step families or blended families live in Canada, according to Stats Canada in 2016. Wow. Well, with that number also comes this number, 567,270 children or 9.8% of all children aged zero to 14 years are living in a step family in Canada today. That's one in 10, which means that there are a lot of adjustments and challenges, good and bad, that go along with these statistics for blended families and marriages. So this is a great topic because I know it impacts mm -hmm. us personally. And so to share our thoughts and wisdom and experience, I've got Jen and Kim and Cheryl here. Welcome, you guys. Beautiful co-host. And we'll also hear from Ron L. Deal, the director of Blended Family Ministries at Family Life. He's the author of The Smart Stepmom and The Smart Step family marriage and I'm there on location in Edmonton for an interview with him while he gives us tips on how to be great stepmoms and how to get on the same page as your husband while parenting in a blended family. I don't even think that's blended. I think that's just overall. Let's get on the same page as your husband. And Without further ado, you can't miss this woman right here, our special guest in studio, Elizabeth Pierce. She's a wife, mother of two, and a clinical social worker by profession. Elizabeth also grew up in a blended family and has a lot of advice and thoughts to share about our topic. So we're so yeah, glad that yeah, you're yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you very much. We need it. So, I mean, we need this obviously for us. We're in, you know, this experience right now as a blended family. Um, but for you, this is going to be an interesting perspective mm -hmm. because you actually grew up in a blended yes, family. Yes, I did. Tell us about that because I think, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're the moms and so we kind of see it from this angle and level, but you're actually seeing it from a different level. Mm, yeah. So how did that come to be? And, and maybe give us some tips or learnings on what worked and didn't in your own blended family. Okay, so I entered into a blended family when I was five years of age. My dad died when I was three and a half, and uh, my stepdad's wife died when his kids were three and six. And so my parents met at Joy Bible Camp, actually, and got married, and we became a blended family of four children. So. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, so we were younger, I think, which mm -hmm. I think sometimes the blended family depends on what age your kids yes. are as mm -hmm. to whether or not it goes well or, you know, it's a big kind of blow up that happens. Yeah. But um, for us, I think um, we were bringing together all kinds of different things, right? Because there had also been some trauma that had incurred when people's, uh, when our, my dad died and when yeah. um, my step family's mother died. So. Um, Sometimes I think when blended families happen, they you sort of get thrown together and you don't have time to necessarily talk yeah. through what are your ideas, what are your expectations, what are you mm -hmm. hoping for? Mm -hmm. And then afterwards you're like, whoa, why is this so chaotic? Why are there so many problems? This is supposed yeah. to be good. We're supposed to be coming together. So communication, I think, would be the thing that I would say we learned was most important because mm -hmm. um, we all had expectations coming into this mm -hmm. and they didn't all get met. Right, because you're bringing in like one family, two families, even three or four with like the other yeah. extended families and cousins and the grandparents, family wards, and that's big. That's right. I had four sets of grandparents. We had four family Christmases that we went to, right? So it was a big change from what we were used to. Yeah. What do you feel? I mean, maybe I'll throw it out here. When you think of that number I said earlier, like mm -hmm. that's how many children are in blended, you know, families. Mm -hmm. There's 400, over 460,000 mm -hmm. blended lot. families that's in Canada. Lot. And that's, that's representing over 560,000 kids yeah. in a blended yeah. family. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts about that? What, when you think that or hear that, what comes to mind for you about that number and the, 
the intricacies and, and the things that can happen in there. Mm. I feel like um, that's an overwhelming number, actually. And I feel like, uh, you know, what comes to mind is adjustment. Mm -hmm. um, lots of emotional healing that mm -hmm. needs to happen because obviously for there to be a blended family there has to be loss on some level yes. um, whether still living or, or past yeah. um, and I feel like there's vulnerability there because I, you know it's like it, you want blended families done right mm -hmm. I've heard stories of blended yeah. families not done right mm -hmm. and sort of the trauma and mm -hmm. the scarring that that leaves mm -hmm. um, so I feel like I feel like this show is so key yeah. So key what mm -hmm. we're doing because people need tools. Mm -hmm. They're really hands up in the air like, ah, how do I do this? I agree. Yeah. We have uh, at, a, at the agency that I work at and we just, there's so much of this that whether it be reunification therapy that we're doing or whether it be helping um, families learn how to live together and communicate with one another because there has been a divorce or a death mm -hmm. in the family. Mm -hmm. And that's an, a huge number of the clients that we see um, coming for counseling because it's not something that is intuitive. You know, you're, you're used to doing stuff through your um, um, natural means of doing things. You have your own family norms, your own family way of doing life, yeah. and then you enter into this relationship with someone else who had their own family norms and their own way of yes. doing life, <laughs> and it doesn't always match with yours. Yeah. Um, so when I hear the statistic, I think there's a lot of people out there who are probably saying, how do I make this work? Because I really want, I know as a child, I really wanted to have a good relationship with my uh, stepdad. Um, I was desperate for that because I was a young girl looking for yes. a daddy because I'd lost mine, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you navigate that well and there's so many families saying I want this to go well but I don't know how to make it happen yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a big number but what it tells me that's a lot of kids um, needing to feel loved and cared for and that they belong Absolutely. like that's all I feel it's like all these hearts yeah. no matter their age wanting to know that I'm still loved and I belong the place yeah yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah. That's what I think when I, I have so yeah. many questions. Sorry, Jen, I know. what about you? <laughs> yeah, no, and, and just how that works, because with, you know, 400 and some thousand families, that's yeah. 400 and some thousand people who are living different ways. Like, I mean, until I blended, I kind of thought all families ran like mine. So, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah. you know, right. money yeah. and parenting and rules and regulation. Yeah. I just yeah. figured everyone did what I did. And, yeah. the, the, well, they don't. Yeah. So, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Things that maybe one wants to clarify before the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's a good segue in. That's a good segue in because I was just going to ask Elizabeth, how do you prepare? So here's the thing: for you know, you see that number of, of blended families, yeah. and also in our age and stage, there's a lot of people that are remarrying again. Mm -hmm. So how do you prepare these two families to come? Because it's not just about oh, I love him and everything's going to work out, mm -hmm. and right. and and people have tried that and it has not worked. Absolutely, because you got all of that. So yeah. how do you you know before you get married? prepare to say, okay, we're coming into blended family, how do we do this well right off the bat? I actually think that it's very similar to how you prepare to get married, period. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to talk ahead of time about what your expectations are, what your beliefs are, what things matter to you, what traditions are important for you to continue once you're together yeah. as a family unit. The difference in this case is you have to have those discussions with the children that are going to be brought into the family as well. So when you're talking with your children about um, we're going to be getting into this situation and we're going to be together as a family, what things have we been doing that are really important to you that we continue to do and what things 
um, what we maybe need to try to do a little bit differently so we can figure out how to have a new way of doing things also. Like those conversations need to happen with children so they feel actually a part of things, so yeah. they feel like they belong, like mm -hmm. you're saying, right? Yeah. If they don't feel like they have a voice, if they don't feel like what's valuable to them is going to be honored when they enter into the new family, you're going to yeah, end up with a lot of resistance, totally. right? Mm -hmm. So some people don't want to involve their kids in, the, in this, these big decisions mm -hmm. in that way. But you're saying you, you need to. You need to bring all the family members and kids in this. Mm. So I'm not saying that the children get all of the say. Right. Um, I can just hear people reacting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not one of those. Yeah, their voice matters. I mean, yeah. they're a part of the family, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think gone are the days of the sort of autocratic, do as I say, not as I do, mm. children are to you know be seen and not heard kind of thing. And now we're yeah. saying, you're actually a human being and your feelings yeah. and your opinions matter, so tell me about it. You might still not get what you want, but that doesn't mean you don't still have yes. a right to express what you think think and how you feel, mm -hmm. right? So, okay, buzzing. Honor <laughs> hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm -hmm. How do you honor, because it's not just two families coming together, mm -hmm. two cultures, right. um, maybe families. traditions, ways of yeah. doing things, it's just yeah. a whole way of being. Absolutely. How do you honor the existing family, let's just say that everyone is still alive. Mm -hmm. How do you honor the parents that are not sort of there in the everyday, mm -hmm. uh, the traditions, the ways of doing things while mm -hmm. creating new mm -hmm. ways of, yeah. of being without feeling like you're dishonoring them. And then how do you honor the kids' feelings where they're like, okay, you're not my dad and you're still working through that mm -hmm. and this is the way I do it here. Okay, mm -hmm. how do you like? How do you navigate that so that everyone feels honored mm -hmm. in the process? Oh, big question. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, like, I know, this, all this, of us, I would say all of us are like, yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. great question. You probably felt yeah. dishonored yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah right? that absolutely. Is. So there's no quick easy answer because if there was then no one would have this struggle yeah. right mm -hmm. so in no way do I suggest that this is a pat answer quick fix mm -hmm. kind of thing mm -hmm. but I do think that even just by having the conversation about what matters to you as a child, what things are important, that you're actually conferring honor on them because you're saying your voice, your opinion, your experience, your values actually matter. Mm -hmm. I think when you recognize and respect that there is another parent involved in situations where it's perhaps a, a divorce, even if you don't like that other person, they're still part of the child. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's so important. Just repeat that again. Just if you don't <laughs> like, like the person, person, you still have yeah. to. You have to. Respect yeah. them Huge. because they are yeah. part of that child, right? And if you're rejecting that person, the child is going to feel like you're rejecting a part of them because yeah. the child gets that they're a part of them. Mm -hmm. So it's so important that, that you don't have to say you like them or even like, but you can say things like you really respect and support that they are your dad or yes. that they are your mom without saying I love them or I love how they're treating you or I, you don't have to say any of that at all, but you can certainly respect that they are mm -hmm. part yeah. of the equation and they always will be. Even if they're dead, they're still part of the equation. That's good. Yeah. That's right. right? Yeah, that's, that's good. good. Mm -hmm. Jen, Kim, um, talk to us about, like, what are some of the, maybe water to like mm -hmm. the hardest challenges of being, you know, a stepmom. And again, I, I want to honor that it's the kid's story and your family yeah. story. So I, I want to honor that. So what you can say, but what would you say are some of the, some of the, bit of the challenges or things that you didn't expect when you got into a blended family? For me, it was actually some of the little things, and it's kind of family traditions. Like, I remember the mm -hmm. first, you know, Christmas, and my, my <laughs> husband was like, well, you know, everyone knows on Christmas Eve you watched Scrooge, and you have appetizers. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, you don't. As everyone does that. <laughs> you watch It's a Wonderful Life, and you have Chinese food. <laughs> I hear you on the show. Yeah, Chinese food. And I'm like, Elf, we watch Elf. <laughs> no, go ahead. Like, you know, and, and it's, you know, like, you don't think 
when you're like dating to yeah. negotiate <laughs> the movie. That's right. right. But I find those are the things right. that kids dig into, like the yes. big things, yeah. like yeah. you know the big yeah. life things. Kids seem to be pretty malleable in some mm. ways. There's, they're more flexible than adults, I find. But it's those little, it's yeah. the childhood traditions, how we summer. Like whenever we stay at a hotel, we always order room service. Right. Well, I mean, they think that's crazy. Why would you do that? <laughs> so you know, it's, it's it's kind of little traditions, yeah. and yeah. by getting rid of the tradition, people do feel dishonored. Yeah. And so it's trying to honor all the traditions. Yeah. You know, family wow. rituals are a lot like, uh, if you think about a life rope, and if the rope is just straight down and you're, and you're cascading down the side of a cliff and the rope has no knots on it, your hands are just going to yes. slide down. Mm. Family rituals are like knots along that rope. They're yeah. things that you can hold on to oh, that give you that. a sense of stability, that help you feel yeah. like you have some control and some sense of um, orienting of yourself to what's happening, even if you still feel like you're in a bit of a free fall. And I would say for children entering into a blended family situation, they do feel like they're in a bit of a free fall. They need those knots on the yeah. rope. And if you tell them that that knot isn't needed anymore, it's going to make them feel like they're falling. That's right. Absolutely. Hey, it's Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this amazing conversation, but I just wanted to let you know you're listening to the See Here Love with Melinda podcast, a web and television series produced by Crossroads Christian Communications. We get to produce fun, meaningful content for our See Here Love audience by the generosity of our supporters. So how can you help us and keep See Here Love on the air? We'll go right now to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. So much love and thanks to you. Now let's get back to our conversation. Three tips for us. I mean, I say this because there's so much. I mean, the mm. show could be like hours. Yeah. But as stepmoms um, in blended families, what would you say would be the top three tips just mm. for us to remember as we kind of navigate through? Mm. I mean, you know, as as Jen was saying, I mean, those those little things that you're mm. like, oh, I thought everybody did that. <laughs> yeah. Chinese mm -hmm. food, you know. I mean, but I think even for me, I mean, mm. I'm going into my second year, and there's been high highs and lows, and, mm -hmm. and great joy, and and a lot of um, just having to work out about ha having families and, and honoring both sides. Mm. And, you know, I think the challenge of, you know, from different values to different ways yeah. we parent, all those things. Absolutely. And so it's hard. It really is. I think, you know, for people who say that going to blend a family isn't hard. Yeah. No, it's you know, hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, and we, we love, you know, this new season, but it's really hard. Mm -hmm. So what would you say would be, you know, three just good tips for us to encourage us in this? <laughs> so I, I feel like a broken record, but I would start with communicate. Yeah. Have open and honest dialogues yeah. with the people in your life that are affected by the blended family, the children, the partner that you're with, the extended family of the people that are involved, because all of those things and understanding through communicating, listening and sharing is going to enable you to have a better sense of where to put your feet as you sort of take steps forward mm -hmm. in the blended family situation. And you're saying, mm -hmm, yeah. so you find yeah. that that's helpful. Yep. The other thing I would say is that whole holding on to that idea that it's really important to honor and respect the other parent, yeah. whether or not they're alive or dead. Because I can tell you in my family situation, even though my dad was dead, it didn't change the fact that he was my dad. And that was always honored by my stepdad. I never actually called him my stepdad. I always called him just my dad. But he always honored that. So I never felt a need to defend or or yeah. stake you know, a territorial claim like you're not my dad. I never felt like that because he always communicated that he got that. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say that would be an important piece. Um, and then the third thing I would say is to just sort of surrender sort of yes. lay down expectations yeah. and just mm -hmm. take the good with your eyes wide open mm -hmm. and accept that there's no way this is going to go perfectly yeah. but that's not on you it's just because it's a messy situation mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean it can't be amazing yeah. mm. I find wow, it's good. that 
if you just, so I entered a blended family, I have two stepsons that are older, like 22 and 18. Mm. So that's different, right? And. I just find I'm not their mom. I'm not going to parent them. Mm. We, they, I disciplined my kids very differently than the way my husband disciplined. They, they just had different scenarios. Mm. But if you just love them yes. and love them and love them yes. and consistently love them and hug them and tell them you love them, I adore them. I mm. love them. Yeah. That eventually they just see that consistency <laughs> in you and Jesus yeah, in you. Absolutely. They're watching yeah. and seeing, oh, oh, she does love mm. me. Consistently loving them mm -hmm. in time takes a little bit of time yeah. mm -hmm. absolutely but that that does a whole yeah. lot too i agree and so. i like that so i just want to because i have to say it over and over again communicate mm -hmm. right honor mm -hmm. and then your third surrender. one was surrender surrender is huge that's really really good yes. i think that's a really key yes. things to think about so, as we go yeah Surrender is just hitting me really hard it, it, yeah. um, because yeah. when I think about when I think about I, I just had this analogy of us desperately holding on to a pen a certain pen the way it looks mm -hmm. its shape because that's what we know mm -hmm. and then someone else coming into a relationship and they're like well this is like you said this is <laughs> my <laughs> pen yeah. and that's my pen mm -hmm. and what God is saying in this conversation is both of you Absolutely. put your pens down mm -hmm. I have a new pen yeah and you're like yes. are you sure <laughs> trust me yes. It's a new pen. And we're so afraid to sort of let God write the new chapter because mm. holding on to the old feels familiar and it's kind of tethering. Yeah. Mm. But um, there's nothing wrong with creating new memories, new traditions, yes. new Absolutely. community. Yeah. And you need it's a good to. one to. You need to. Yeah, yeah, you need it's beautiful. To. Yeah. And I think, too, for me, it was just the sense of I, I didn't want to be in any kind of competition. Like, mm -hmm. you, you come in and, you know, now I have, you know, a new husband, but he was, you know, married to her yeah. and all of that. And sometimes as a woman, you start getting in your head and thinking about all kinds of stuff yeah. and comparing. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then you get, like, really uptight. And mm -hmm. then you start reacting out of that place yeah. Right. Yeah. Of, of fear. And so I that was a really big one because mm. they start reacting and the mm -hmm. kids feel it mm. and then you know Chris felt it and I'm like whoa yeah. Yeah. wait a second what am I doing trying too hard oh like, this is not me what yeah, I yeah I need yeah. to relax mm -hmm. and just be myself yes. and love the kids yes. but there was all of this other dynamic that was going that I was trying to right. project and manage yeah. and it was not working yeah. yeah and I think I had to give myself a bit of grace because yes. you know you're not gonna do it perfect mm -hmm. you know and it was my first sort of like time into being a parent, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I don't have kids from, you know, my other marriage, yeah. and so it was a mm -hmm. big thing. Well, I have let a me question have, for all yeah. four oh, okay. of you. Yeah. Yeah. All four of you now. Okay. <laughs> Let me interview Steve. Discipline. Mm. Just talking about discipline. Yeah. How in the world, with two sort of ways of being, did you guys? Um, I, my conversation was that went to Chris. Like okay. as far as that, and and so I let him like you know discipline, okay. but but as we have time you know has come, he has now said you know Melinda oh. as well. When you when and, and what was great is when he stood beside me and said when Melinda I support Melinda. So Melinda does say this you know you need to listen. Now you know I've known them for the kids, yeah I've known of. them for you know a number of years so they they knew that. But it was really important for Chris to mm -hmm. to stand beside me and say that mm -hmm. like I'm your dad and this is I've always been doing the discipline, but. You know, we're in a place now where I, you know, I trust Melinda, you love her, so she is now, as well, mm -hmm. going to be the one. Mm -hmm. It was big, though, because I didn't say anything for a while, and then I would be like, ugh, because I wanted to say something. <laughs> what about you guys yeah. Again, ours are older teenagers. Mm -hmm. I don't discipline his boys. He doesn't discipline mine. I was a single mom for eight years. Like, my mm -hmm. kids and I have this way. But they love him so much, too. Like, my son will go mm -hmm. to Brian and ask for advice and mm -hmm. stuff. Wow. And Serena, like, mm -hmm. they will go to him on their own. But we each, if there's something to deal with, we'll talk about it ourselves. How do you think I should, you know? Mm -hmm. and, but then we go and separately mm -hmm. 
yeah. deal with it. Yeah, we, we have similar kind of age and situations because I was also a single mom for eight years. So, mm -hmm. um, and again, like my little ones, I'm sort of do the discipline. Um, my husband's kids are older, so that's not so much an issue. And I think because I I was divorced, my husband's a widower. Um, I had already pre-established different discipline in different homes because my kids go back and forth yeah. to their dad. So that was already something that we had discussed. Yeah. Is that sometimes discipline looks different, different. Yeah. in different situations. Yeah. So you know, we were kind of lucky that by the time I blended, I think some of the discipline stuff had been pre-established. Yeah, but so you good. talked about it, right? Which I think is so mm -hmm. yeah. crucial. I was actually thinking about, as you were speaking, that in some respects, the step, the step parent, if they sort of think of themselves as not necessarily the same as a biological parent, but kind of more yes. like a babysitter in that your responsibility is to uphold the values of the home that you are in at the time to make sure that there's some consistency, mm -hmm. but you're not the final authority necessarily, mm -hmm. but there's still the expectation of the children that they listen yeah. to the babysitter. And there's some, I'm not saying that a step-parent's a babysitter, please mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, I'm just saying that idea of who holds the, it's gonna be natural for the natural biological yeah. children to right. see their biological yeah. parent yeah. as the one with the authority, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But like with the, um, there's still the need for them to listen. When the step-parent says, hang up your coat, you have to listen yeah. and hang up right. your coat, yeah. whether they're your biological parent <laughs> or your not biological parent, because right. that's just being respectful. Right. And you know what's that's good, good for them to see is that you love their parent Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. You it's love really their parent point. well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we need to go to Edmonton now. There's lots of discussion <laughs> so because things. I sat down with Ron Deal, director of Blended Family Ministries at Family Life. He's the author of The Smart Stepmom and The Smart Step Family Marriage. And he shared with me more tips on how to be a great stepmom and how to get on the same page mm -hmm. as your husband while parenting in a blended family. And when we come back from Ron Deal's interview, we'll discuss a verse that we know will encourage you as you lead and parent in your blended family. Take a look. One of the things I want to always say to people is, hey, here's your hope. It's in the longevity of working and moving forward. We like to say you cook a step family in a crock pot, not in a blender. Oh, that's a good one. In a crock pot, like long and simmering on the- You got it. You got it. Okay. Blenders have blades, by the way. Somebody's going to get hurt. <laughs> right. We don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. But crock pots work with time. And all the ingredients will soften, but notice they don't all soften at the same time. Mm -hmm. And they don't all share of themselves in the same manner, but they all get there. Um, it, it, there's no guarantee that everybody in a blended family is gonna get there, but with time it tends to happen. Average step family needs about five, six, seven years. Really? To really find their mojo. And so there are lots of you know, questions about logistics and the merging process takes on average five to seven years. Okay. So what that means is, you know, you're probably doing great. Like, it's not instant, but it's not supposed to be. That's what blenders are. Crockpots work really slowly. Okay. So the other thing that allows you to do is relax a little bit and mm -hmm. say, what's good for us today? And let's enjoy what's good. Yes, we're clearly working on what's not what we want it to be, but we don't have to force a blend. We don't have to create pressure. You know, here's a funny, uh, sometimes bio parents get mad at their kid for not enjoying or liking or honoring or wanting to love the step parent. Do you think anger helps a child soften? No. no. So when the step, when the biological parent relaxes and says, I don't have to make them love you. I do want them to be respectful and courteous and kind. Mm -hmm. That you can insist on. But love, that's up to the child. So we're going to trust that hanging around each other, going, you know, spending time together, merging our family traditions and over time figuring out how we do vacation. And eventually that process will move us closer into relationship. And I think that takes some of the pressure off. 
I so appreciate Ron's thoughts and expertise on the subject. Uh, I think so you guys good. did too. The yeah. tips and everything else yeah. were so great. Yeah. Elizabeth, you brought a verse with us, um, to us, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I know mm -hmm. Cheryl's going to read it, but mm -hmm. this is a verse that you say is going to help those in blended families. Mm -hmm. So we'll read it and then let's end the show with some of your thoughts and some takeaways that, you know, we as sort of stepmoms can, can be encouraged by sure. as we go. So we're reading from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 in the New Life app. Hopefully you're tracking with us at home. Uh, it says, trust in the Lord with mm -hmm. all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Mm -hmm. Seek his will in all that you do, and he will show you which path. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's yeah, a good that's one. So good. Very good one. Yeah. So you asked me for my... Um, three top tips or whatever mm -hmm. on the, and those are all sort of practical human level things. But as far as I'm concerned, those have to be built on this, which yes. is that navigating this in a way that's going to be as effective as possible means that you're not navigating it as a step parent. Mm -hmm. It's that you're committing it to the Lord and you're asking him to come and through his Holy Spirit to give you the wisdom and the guidance and the direction to be the, able to understand how do I take these steps? What do I do in this situation? Help me with my emotional reaction that I'm feeling right now. You know, give me clarity, give me your eyes to see. And then he opens up the path that you're supposed to take because there's yes. nothing about this that's easy and yeah. so we're not meant to do stuff without him we have the holy spirit in us to help us and this mm -hmm. is one of the things he's there to help us with it's hard to trust in the lord isn't it mm, can be. <laughs> especially when it comes to kids and especially when it comes to this right yeah, it's true it's but there's true. that promise yeah absolutely yes, promise. Yeah. so the takeaways as we go because i mean you did that with the verse but again when you said you know we communicate you know we honor and we mm -hmm. surrender those mm -hmm. are good but in any practical ways if there are you know women and men who are just out like mm -hmm. I you know was it a mistake that I got married again this is really hard I didn't realize how hard this is what would you say so first of all, I'd say, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> you're right. That doesn't mean you're failing. It just means that you're actually in it for the long haul. Because if you weren't, you wouldn't be so upset by the fact that it's hard right now. It actually demonstrates how interested you are in this being successful, which is so good on you. Because yeah. if you didn't really care, you'd be like, whatever. But the mm -hmm. fact that you're upset means you really care. Um, mm -hmm. I would also say, offer yourself grace. Right? Yes. We're so good at being hard on ourselves and expecting yes. perfection of ourselves and expecting ourselves to have it all together all the time. So if I could add number four to that, you know, the tips, it would be be full of grace towards yourself, towards your partner that is the, you know, biological parent of those children, towards the um, other parent of those children, towards the children. Just be full of grace. Yeah. Respond with grace to yourself and to them because if you do that, you'll find yourself in a really good space, even if it's hard. That's you know, so you said good. a lot, Elizabeth, it's, mm -hmm. it's for blended families, but it's for families everywhere. Yeah, it's true. Everyone, because yeah. I think every mama can <laughs> yeah. say, I need to extend, I mean, I'm getting a little teary about just extending uh -huh. grace. Because mm -hmm. I want things perfect, yeah. and I want things exactly yeah. the way it should be, and I want mm -hmm. the kids to know Jesus and live it out and <laughs> yeah. be amazing. Yeah. And then there are times where it's it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, real, it's really hard. And then you take it as a personal <laughs> failure. Yes. Yeah. Like you do, and you carry yeah. that. Welcome to motherhood. You're touching my heart. Yeah. Just to paraphrase from the Bible, where it says love covers a multitude of sins. Amen. Yeah. In this case, love covers a multitude of mistakes, yeah. uh, yeah. wrong yeah. choices. Yeah. Just, just be okay yeah. uh, and know that God is. Just love. I love that. Yeah. Love the parents. Love, love the kids them. through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, love yourself because yeah. you can beat yourself up. Sure. I tell you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sure. 
can. That's good. If you look at it through yeah. Jesus's eyes, right? Give me your yes. eyes to see. Yeah. Oh, give so. me your eyes to see. I think I need that. Like as I walk yeah. out the door, when they open up the refrigerator door and leave all the air coming out, <laughs> have your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> or the shoes at the front or the shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Love them through it. I think that's that's it. Yeah. So one more time, we are going to communicate. Mm -hmm. We are going to honor. Mm -hmm. We are going to surrender. surrender, and then we are going to be full of grace. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And love. love. And love. Love. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. That was There's so, so much more. We are going to yeah, be vlogging yeah, so and blogging on this, you know, that we this yeah. conversation can't mm -hmm. stop. But yeah. just so appreciate just your gentleness and thoughtfulness through this, mm -hmm. Elizabeth. I think just hearing that, it just, I feel like this weight oh, <laughs> has come off me just mm -hmm. because I think, you know, lots of grace mm -hmm. for all moms Amen. all over the world. Amen. <laughs> yes. So thank you. Cheryl, Jen, Kim, thank you also for your thoughts and for being great moms. Yeah. Oh. You know, we're all moms and it's... <laughs> I know you're really gonna wrap it up. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up. Woo! So thank you. And again, thank you, Elizabeth, My for being pleasure. with us. Thank you for having me. And to you, our viewers, we hope you were encouraged by our conversation yeah. today. The blended families are diverse, filled with different stories and situations with different personalities and families of origin. Mm -hmm. And as Ron Aldeal shared with me, it takes five to seven years for a blended family to really find its rhythm. Mm -hmm. So be patient. Give yourself lots of grace. Mm -hmm. Take deep breaths. Pray a whole lot. Yeah. Give your spouse much grace mm -hmm. and give your kids a lot of grace. Yes. Be patient, kind, and strong. Mm -hmm. And God will help you. And just like our verse in Proverbs, trust him and he will direct your path, yes. your blended family path. Yes. Well, we love you. Make sure you connect with us on seeherlove.com, Facebook, and Instagram for resources, questions, and prayer. Mm -hmm. We're cheering you on yeah. in your motherhood. And always remember, as a step-parent navigating these challenging but beautiful waters, you are seen, heard, and you are deeply, deeply mm -hmm. loved by God. See, Hear, Love with Melinda is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit SeeHearLove.com and click the Donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. That's 1-800-265-3100. Tune in next week for more Honest Conversations with Melinda and the See, Hear, Love team.